Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. For this episode, we're doing Time Cop. Uh, my name is Peter. It's been a while since we've done an episode, and joining me as always... Uh, Mariano. Yeah, me. Yeah. I'm hey, here. Mariano. How you doing? Yeah, we're together. Yeah, we're good, man. <laughs> we're I feel like good. we haven't... We have not spoken in a long time. Uh, th- this is not true, you liar. Uh, we, we spoke a few days ago, but we have not recorded in a while. You On know, a what's podcast, funny, man. <laughs> yeah. It, well, you, what's funny is, because it's been such a long time since we actually did an episode together, the last time we got together was to do this episode, but was, instead we talked for like an hour and a half just catching up. <laughs> Right, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. You know, if we had a Patreon, that could have been like a, yeah. you know, Behind a the Patreon scene. episode. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but I don't know some of the things we talk about. That you know, we might have to charge like a like a, a pretty pretty penny oh. for it. You know, we'll, we'll have to do that and get people to sign uh, uh, non disclosure. <laughs> yes, yes. So there's probably some things we didn't want out there. <laughs> uh, all right. So what are we doing here? Uh, we are going to be discussing the 25th anniversary of a Jean Claude Van Damme classic. Time cop. Uh, classic, yeah. Put a question mark at the end of that. Okay, that's what I would do. All yeah. right, yeah. Classic? I mean, it, it it is a um one of his more known titles, I would say. Yeah, I I don't think there's too many people that be like, wait, which one was that? You know what I mean? Like this is, to my knowledge, this is only time travel movie. People would know that time cop. I think people would know time cop. I time knew time cop, cop is a thing. Absolutely, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, that's the word time and cop. The time traveling. I think that um, I wouldn't say okay, top. Okay, not top five as in good top five, but top five as in known. Okay. Van Damme movies? Or like I mean, known, or you, you can even be like top five Van Damme movies because they are, that, that doesn't necessarily mean good. It doesn't necessarily mean bad. They're still Van Damme. Okay. Okay. You know Does what? I'll give you that. Does that make any sense? I will, I'll give you that. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Because even his best movie, it's not a great movie, but people love the shit out of it. That's a good point. I mean... Uh, Let's just be honest here. Van Damme's not the strongest actor. He he's a strong actor. <laughs> he's a strong martial artist. Uh, he's a strong athlete. I'm sure, dancer even. <laughs> he's a good looking man. He's a great looking man. He he yeah. is in tip top shape in this episode. This movie. Yes, he is. But um, did you notice? And here's well, maybe I guess this could go into the movie itself. But the fight choreography was not stellar. I, I don't know if it's supposed to because he's a cop. You know. And, and did the other guys, they, they just shoot. Uh, I guess the kicking and punching was like, I don't know, almost like slow-ish and telegraphed. And you could mm. tell it was, I don't know, man. I felt like it was like, maybe it's a step or two above like like if you and I were to like do some stunt fighting. Oh, no. <laughs> we must be really good. <laughs> I don't think- I didn't think it was that bad. But you know what? Hey, let, let's save some of these thoughts yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, before we actually dive down. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're a little rusty. But uh, one of the things that we do on the show is take a little trip back to when this movie came out, uh, which it was uh, September 16th, 1994, which, uh, again, makes this the 25th anniversary review. Uh, also, on that weekend, a few other movies that came out that... Uh, the titles I recognize, actually, I haven't seen any of these movies, but uh, the quiz or quiz show. Right? Okay. Directed that was by a Robert big one. Redford. Yeah, Raph yep. Fiennes is in there. Uh, Blue Sky, not one that I'm familiar with, but it's got um, Jessica Lang in it. it I, I think it's a drama. And Princess Caribou, Caribou, Caribou. Uh, not Caribou, one that I, I watched, but I know uh, Phoebe Cates is in it. Phoebe Cates, yes. Did you watch that one? Uh, I saw Blue Sky and I saw part of Quiz Show. Okay, isn't Tim Ro- is Tim Robbins in Quiz Show? Am I thinking of wrong? I'm thinking of a different person, maybe. You said Colin Firth, right? Uh, Raph Fiennes. Raph Fiennes. <laughs> hey, there was a British guy thrown in there somewhere. Pretty close. I was gonna figure it out. Yeah, Ethan uh, Hawke is also in it. John Turturro. Okay, I I saw part of it. I'm just trying to remember. I don't remember any of it, obviously. Oof, two hours and 13 minutes. Period yeah. drama is what that is. Yeah. Uh, with those actors. I mean, Raph Fiennes, it, it, more than likely, it's a period movie, right? Pretty much. Yeah, most of the Fiennes brothers. Yeah, when he's not Joseph Voldemort. And... No, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, it, was he? Was he the Voldemort? He was Voldemort, yeah. 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 Joseph, uh, Joseph, Raph... Joseph is Joseph is the, the younger uh, one. The younger one, yeah. That's the one that was in Shakespeare in Love. Yes. 
Okay. And like Enemy at the Gates, Shakespeare in Love. He's uh, Handmaid's Tale right now. Oh, well, look at that. That's yeah. a show you cover on TV at my brain. That, yeah. Hey, thank yeah. you for bringing that up, Peter. Oh, absolutely. You know, just in case you forget <laughs> later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So the, th- this is going to be crazy. So the number one song uh, at the time of this movie's release was number one for... Uh, it started late August, and it will end the end of November. That's a long stretch. Yeah, it is a pretty good stretch there. And I don't I don't think I'm going to play that song on every single episode, so we'll have to figure something out. Do you want to take a guess who or which song it is? 1994. 1994. And it, it went December. on for, what, three months at least? We're talking about, let's see, September, October, November, three months. Number one. It's not uh, Pump in the Trunk, is it? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what is that? It's not, it's not MC Hammer? It is not MC Hammer. No, that that's probably way before this. <laughs> no. You don't know Pumps in the Trunk? Oh, you got to look at that yeah, video. I mean, you I don't think that'd that be video. number one for three months in no, 1994. No, it wouldn't be. I don't think it was 90, not, uh, number one in any months, but I'm just saying. You should, uh, that's your homework, man. At some point, watch that video. Okay. You'll thank, you'll thank, you'll thank me later. Sure. <laughs> Do you have any other guesses? A, a legit guess. It does not, that's not okay. any clue to like too legit to quit or anything like that either. <laughs> Probably the like third uh, MC Hammer song I know. Is it like a love song, I'm assuming? It is a love song. That's actually mm. pretty warm. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, man. Uh, I don't have one, man. I'm sorry. You know, if you one. just close your eyes and make a wish. I'm talking about I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Close your eyes, make a wish. Got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is it a love song? Oh, yes. It's got the word love in the title. I'll make yeah. love to you. So there yeah, you go. Okay. No surprise like, there, huh? Yeah. You know what? That Look, shout out to Boys to Man because they were all about consent. Because they didn't say, I'll make love to you how I want it. They said, I'll make love to you like you want me to. So exactly. Like they're you letting want the, me They're to. letting their significant other know, hey, you tell me what's up. You, you and tell I'll me. I'll oblige. Yep. You know, you, you lead, I will follow. Exactly. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's what we're talking about. See, the message was good on that one. <laughs> it was very not, good. Not the same. Not the same in pumping the trunks. So don't don't worry. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> obviously this is going to be number one for the next few months. Do you want to take a guess what's number one after that song? <laughs> oh God! It's another Boys to Men song. <laughs> <laughs> Just take is a it? guess. Take a guess. Oh man, ninety four. That would be like the end of ninety four, going to ninety five. Oh God! I have come no on, idea, on. man. Come uh, on. Just- is it a love song? It is a love song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not the end of the road, is it? It is not. That, that, that's way before. That's before, right? It's like one 80, may like, say that minute. this should be the precursor to the current number one song. What? In oh, terms I of the can't. title. In terms I of the can't. title. I can't, man. I On can't. Ben-Denis. I'm sorry. On Bendini. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I was never going to guess that. I was uh, never going to guess really? that. Really? Okay. I'm not right. romantic like you, Peter. I'm not. Oh. I'm sorry. Hey, now. Hey I might have been. Let's not put I business been, out there. Uh, <laughs> this is 94. I might have been I might have been under the influence of something or other at that point in my life. Okay, I'm me not saying too. that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, four, four letter word. Love. L-O-V-E. Allegedly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was 11 years old when this came out and I was singing oh. it, singing along to the song on the radio all of the times. You had no business doing that. No, not at all. Who were you, who were you on bending knee for, Peter? Not Better nobody. Not be anybody. Uh, nobody. Not the, nobody. I have told this story before <laughs> that uh, their album 2, which these songs came off of, was uh, one of two of my very first albums. I got the oh. two albums to, uh, at the same time. Uh, so the, two was one of them, and the other was Crazy Sexy Cool. Oh, look at that. Yeah. So you're, I mean, you're destined for this. This is... This is your calling. Those were the two CDs I've ever owned for the very first time. Uh, I got those on the five-finger five, uh, five finger discount. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. <laughs> I think the statute of uh, the limitations. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I hope. <laughs> All right. All right. We're getting a little delirious here. Okay. Uh, so that was 19, uh, 1994 uh, in the fall, 25 years ago. Not bad. Not bad. You know, some Not bad. Notable movies that I don't know if they still hold up. But and I guess we'll talk about Time Cop as well, whether right. this holds up or yeah. not. Uh, I Time think Cop quiz show might might hold up, I think, just because of the type of movie. Because it's, it's a period, period movie, piece. yeah. So yeah. that makes it like a timeless classic, quote unquote. That, that'd be interesting. Uh, maybe throw that on 
in the background at some point to see if that still works. Uh, I, I've never seen it, but... Uh, it, it might... You know what? I think what I remember from it is that it was not catching my attention. And it's not like I don't like... Because um, you were under the influence. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. No love songs, no quiz shows for me, no period pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're like, why is this stuff be, old? Am I watching it might be on the It might be on the tad boring... On the boring side. Might be on that side. I mean, it's a period movie, two hours and 13 minutes. Could be. Robert Redford, they could be a little meandering at times. Yeah, A lot of tweed jackets, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I can see that. Uh, They may have some of that in this movie. So, uh, before we... Boy, they had a lot of a lot of things in this movie, buddy. Oh, boy, did they? A lot of hair, a lot of male butt nudity (laughs) from one JCVD. Uh, this movie, Time Cop, directed by Peter Hyams. Um, that name does ring a bell. I feel like I might have done some previous movies. Let's take a look-see here. Well, he's done Stay Tuned, uh, The Relic, Sudden Death, which is another Van Damme movie. So uh, Stay Tuned, that's the one with um, uh, the late John Ritter. He, that's the one where, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting who his wife was. That's the one where they were like going through TV channels and stuff, kind of like uh, Click, Adam Sandler's Click. I think so. I can't. I know what you speak of, but I can't. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that um, that was one that I remember. They had uh, Dwayne's World, you know, which was like the underworld and set up like in the basement with Wayne's World. Um, mm-hmm. it was one of those. They had a lot of parodies, but uh, yeah, I I'm I'm not seeing anything that's really huge for me that that he's done really. But um, obviously, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is the lead in this movie. He plays Max Walker, a very, very American name, uh, very. if you ask me. His wife, Mia Sarah, you know, has a pretty good role in here. Plays Melissa, his wife. Ron mm-hmm. Silver um, mm-hmm. plays Senator McComb. He's the politician, young politician here, who becomes our antagonist. Bruce McGill plays uh, basically Max's boss, Commander... How, how do you say the last name? Do you recall? I don't recall. Bruce McGill. Everyone knows who Bruce McGill is. We know who he is. Yeah. Now, uh, fun fact: Bruce McGill was on Quantum Leap. That's awesome. He likes the time traveling. He he does. He does. And then uh, also, I'm forgetting uh, who he played, but there was another guy that was um, part of the project. He was also in Quantum Leap. Gosh, what is his name? Uh, Scott Lawrence. Scott Lawrence, who plays, uh, he's he's the one who's all like, "Hey, time traveling exists." That guy. Oh, him, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah, him. yeah. So Scott where, Lawrence. he was in Quantum Leap, also. George Spada, yeah, he played. It was it was the episode where Sam leaps into a um, uh, institution for the you know the, for people who were not well, uh-huh, and right. th- that's the episode where he got elect- um, electric shock, and then oh. he started going through like his different or his previous leaps. I remember that one. Yeah, and this, vaguely, um, vaguely remember that. This Scott Lawrence, he played a young man that was in that institution, and I guess like Sam's original mission was to go there and teach him how to read, I suppose, because Sam is suffering from like all these um, different leaps going through his head. So he's actually becoming these other people. He's pretty much like incapacitated, right? So Al right. has to kind of like take over the mission, and then at one point comes up like comes up with this ABC rap, which hindsight's kind of like cringy. <laughs> Dean Stockwell, for like you know sixty seven year old man teaching this black man how to like rap at ABCs. Wow, that's that, <laughs> that was a thing. That doesn't that 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 doesn't hold well. Yeah, <laughs> probably didn't, wasn't well back then either. Probably <laughs> it's like maybe maybe I could teach him how to read by turning it into a rap. Wow, that's who are the, I wonder what that writer's room looked like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but speaking of time traveling cops, do you ever check out that show Time Tracks? I don't even know that show Time Tracks. Yeah, do, do you remember, uh, remember the dad from the original Pet Cemetery? Yes, I remember him. He stars in Time Tracks. Huh. So he is sent from the future to go after villains that basically t- time travel to escape you know, whatever, and he's a cop, and he has to find them and then shoot them with a little car beeper, which sends them back to the future. So it's like Time Cop. It is like Time Cop. Essentially. I mean, it's the same thing, right? He's a Time Cop. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Yeah, so it, it was a show I casually watch. I, I kind of remember it. I love how uh, we're talking all kinds of other shit, except for Time Cop right now. Oh, that's right. We are talking about Time Cop. 
Um, one more thing, uh, and I'll move on. Yeah. Did you know there was a part two? No, actually, I did not know there was a part two. I watched part the, two. Was Van Damme in that too, or Van Damme was, was did they not get somebody in else? It. Yeah, yeah I it, figured. Was, it came out in 03, and it was probably one of those things that I got, you know, on DVD via Netflix. Um, I do remember uh, renting it. If it wasn't Netflix, it was probably Blockbuster because that was still around. Uh, but the reason I rented it, number one, because it was Time Cop Part 2. Right. Uh, number two, it starred Jason Scott Lee, a.k.a. Really? Bruce Lee, the dragon. Yeah. Okay. And Jason Scott Lee was in, wait for it. Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another reason why I watched it. So, you know, Jason Scott Lee was like, you know, my man. So, yeah. you know, for the culture, he was the lead. Yeah, you got to do it. So I feel somebody was watching Time Cop one day, okay? And okay. they were watching it. And then that scene with Mr. Scott Lawrence walks into the office. is like, hey, time traveling is possible. At some point, I don't remember it was that scene, but it was early on in the movie uh, somebody was like, oh, well, you know, uh, if, if we wanted to go back and stop Hitler, blah, 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 blah. That was actually a rule. Like, that's something that they couldn't do because they didn't know how big the ripple would be, right? right. We kind of talked right. uh, talked about this in our episode of uh, Butterfly Effect, which I think we all enjoyed right. doing. Yeah. Um, so that that was something that they talked about in the original Time Cop. Well, part two is about that. Uh, somebody travels back to 1940-whatever, right, when uh, Hitler... Was gonna die, and I think somebody was gonna go prevent it. You know, they wanted to do good, but Jason Scott Lee is sent to go stop this guy because, like, dude, you can't do that. That's against right. the rule, right? You know, so that that was the kind of the, kind of the premise, and then obviously there's more to it. Um, and that's and this is why I'm bringing up Time Cop Two because the villain of that one is one Thomas Ian Griffith, who was the villain in the Karate Kid Part Three. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Which goes back to like, hey, did you know I do a show called Cobra Kai yeah. Companion? That's a really lo- really good segue there, Peter. I like that. To Cobra Kai Companion? <laughs> yeah, to or Cobra Kai Companion. Talk about Tom Cop. <laughs> I was gonna... Cobra Kai Companion. Oh, you want to talk, about... really... talk about that's season really two? Yeah, you haven't watched there. it yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, you forgot one actor. You forgot Gloria Rubin playing the role of... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, um... Max's uh, partner slash tag along because they got to keep tra- tabs a- on what Agent he's doing. Agent Fielding? Yeah, and she turned around and like, you know, did a double cross it's on like, him. like, aha, I need uh-huh. me money. And you know, um, she is the psychiatrist Krista on uh, Mr. Robot. She's Elliot's uh, oh. psychiatrist. Yep. That's how I know her. That's how I know her. But I've seen her in a bunch of other stuff, but that's where I really like, know, you know Oh, I only saw like two episodes, so I, I don't remember. Oh, boy. Well, by the way, Mr. Robot is a show that we're covering coming back for the last season next week or two weeks from now. This, this is with um, uh, Freddie um, Mercury, right? Yeah, Freddie. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Remy Malik. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Sorry. And, uh, Chris, Christian Slater. I've been a little out of touch with like oh, everything else. Ta- speaking of the culture, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, uh, B.D. Wong is in this, by the way, like acting his ass off because that, that dude can act. Like he's so fucking good. Come on. Come on, Peter. What's going on? He was he? What do you mean was he? Remind you think, me. You ask if, if he was a, a good actor or wait, wait. B.D. Wong is in what? Yeah. Time Cop? No, he's in uh, okay. um, Mr. Robot. No, I'm talking <laughs> okay. about Mr. Robot. I'm well, trying to okay. recruit. Thank you. I'm trying okay. to recruit, man. All right, all right. <laughs> so I, again, I only saw like the first couple of episodes, if that, and I thought B.D. Wong was in Time Cop. I'm like, where? <laughs> because B.D. <laughs> Wong has one scene in. Wait for it. Oh no! Karate Kid Part Two. <laughs> oh. Is he really? Does he, he is. How young was he? He must have been hella young. He was really young, and I think they ADR'd his line, and it is terrible. It's like one of oh, the most no. cringe-inducing moments in the show. Oh, no. Like, like I, don't, I don't know if it was really him or somebody else, right. but it's, it's bad. Like, people forget that that was him. Like, I'll have to link you because it's not okay, good. Okay, I'm going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to show it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, but anyway, Gloria Rubin. Yes. A young a young Gloria Rubin. She's uh, I, uh, easy on the eyes. I... I, uh, I've always thought so. A, I agree with she's you. A very good-looking person. Um, I uh, and a wonderful yeah. actor. Yes. Oh no, yes. she's really good, man. I'm telling you, in Mr. Robot, she kicks ass. Like she's so good. Like, she kicks ass in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she does. Literally, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah, she does. Um, uh, so what is the story about? We we haven't talked too much about it. Basically, uh, Van Dam, he is a police officer, and uh, there's some time traveling evo- uh, involved in the, the near future, which is the past for us. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> um, you know, they couldn't predict this. And basically, at some point, 
time traveling is possible, right? I already kind of mentioned yes. that. Uh, he has to go back and stop all these things. But this politician, uh, this young politician was kind of overseeing everything. And he is sending bad guys to the past to make money for him to campaign to become president. You got to have a lot of money to be president, apparently. Um, th- that is like one of the most preposterous plot <laughs> plots. <laughs> I have to raise money, so I'm going to go in the past and steal Confederate gold so I can raise money to be president, run for president. Okay, that was so funny. I mean, I don't know what's more ridiculous, that plot line or um, the future cars. <laughs> the future cars, which are, they, they look like extras from Total Recall. Yes. It's like, they're like um, from 87. They're like old, Bu- they're old Buicks, dude. They're like 87 Buicks and they're like put armor on them. They're like, oh, future cars. I, I don't understand why you would take like, you know, a vehicle from 1987 and make it a future car. <laughs> 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 like that, that don't make no sense. You should build uh, concepts. You're supposed to build uh, concepts or take your current cars and make them look nicer. You don't go like right. grab something out yeah. from the past. Seven exactly. years old. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, also, but you know what? They're self-driving. They got that right. That's true. Hey, they got that right. You know, But you know what, though? Like, it's a 10-year gap. What What the hell? Like, I just felt like you. you uh, 10 years in the future is not going to be that drastic. You know what I mean? It's not. And that's why I'm glad that, um, that, you know, they didn't age up these characters too much for 10 years. Like, they just, you know, gave Van Damme a little bit more hair, had Senator Mercombe, you know, just a little bit more salt and pepper in his beard. but. Right. It makes sense. Only 10 years. It shouldn't be it's that big of a years. deal. But there's yeah. that one freaking line later on where, you know, we're, we're jumping ahead. Spoilers. Every, you know, it's a 25-year-old movie. But uh, at one point, you got young Macomb and old Macomb looking at each other. And, like, young Macomb doesn't even know who this guy is. It's like, oh, you're, you're impersonating. Like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You don't think this guy is you from the future? You're about to oversee, like, a time-traveling project here. Right. The fact that his wife sees older Macomb... <laughs> And no, 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 all he does no, no. is have um, facial Walker. hair. Walker. Walker, I'm sorry. Older <laughs> Walker, and that he is got just some hair, just looks pretty much it's the same guy. And she freaks out because she doesn't know who she, who he is. Who are you? Or whatever. I'm like, wow. Are you Max's was, older brother I don't know about? I mean, like, dude, he just, it's not like he lost all his hair and he's bald now, or you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he has a huge pot belly or whatever. I don't know, man. I'm like, that was pretty silly, you know? I, I don't. It's this movie. I will say it's not. Um, okay, first let's start here, dude. When I was watching this with Allegra, I realized that I am a Cla- John Claude Van Damme fan. Yes. I didn't even know this. Yeah, and I think I talked to you when we talked off mic last time because I actually seen a, a lot of his movies uh, in the theater. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> he so, was the man. I'm not. I'm not counting one because I was a blind date, and trust me, I did not even want to see this fucking movie. But <laughs> either way. Oh. I guess that's the history part that we missed, that you have seen this movie in the theater on a date. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, Allegedly. I don't know. I've seen a lot of them. Uh, this is not my, not one of my faves. Of <laughs> his not... or at all? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of dumb fun, right? You, yeah. It's a time-traveling movie, so you have to suspend all types of disbelief. I mean... Um, you already talked about the, like the plot, sending people back just to make money, to, like wait, what <laughs> to run for president? There, there's no other way, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, you can't just reproduce money somehow, or yeah, man. Let, let, let's 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 talk about Max Walker for a second. You know, in the the very first timeline, somehow you know gets attached to this, to this project. You know, to be time traveling. Um, but his wife, she has a big surprise for him and then she can't even tell him before he's called like in the middle of the night to go work there uh what do you, what do you think about this uh, storyline about like the husband and wife here do you think it was like developed enough for us to even care about her in the future or i guess his motive for the future no not for me um now when they show the video of him watching you know like in the future 10 10 years later version of him when he's watching the video and He's like reciting the lines that he says because he's probably watched this video like a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they're trying to get you to think, oh, this is like a, they should grab you and say, hey, this is important to him or whatever. But I don't, they didn't give us enough the first time around. Also, I mean, I kind of, when I first watched it, I'm like, oh my God, she's pregnant, right? I didn't realize, you know, I knew that, but why couldn't she tell him that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she could have told him that, like, in the middle of, I don't know. It, it would have been something that he could... And then that might have changed things as far as like how he viewed answering the phone and running in the middle of the night. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, 
but I get, you know, I know they need it. They need the plot. They need it to, for them to like have the uh, v- not very well hair haircut guys come in and like, you know, attack him and take his wife out and blow up the house. Right. I I don't know. Like uh, rewatching this with my podcast hat on, I, I I think you know they did have I believe at least two seasons of Time Cop. Um, you know, it was a different character and and all of that. I I think this could have been like a decent maybe pilot for a TV show. I like the concept. I'll be honest with you. I, I like the concept. the concept of of saying there's you know if you have rogue factions that have figured out how to travel through to use time travel. And, you know, in the government obviously knows it because of their, you know, secret, you know, like studies or whatever. And, and I like the idea of them having to come back, go back and be like, you can't change time because it could really screw things up, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, but I think it's all just about tightening the tightening the writing, you know what I mean? And, and having a little better. And you're right. A TV show would be cool because you can have, you know, you can go back to catch different villains or whatever. People who are trying to, like, change the timeline and whatnot, you know. So, Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, they're talking about ripple effects, but they never really touched up on the ripple effect. They kind of did, they kind of did at the end, right? But what I'm think, what I'm saying is like, one of the first scenes or one of the scenes they have early on is the dude stealing all that gold. Mm-hmm. Don't you yeah. think that would have had a ripple effect in, in the future? I think they, so. They stole a whole shitload of gold. So something must have happened after that, but it doesn't seem like anything's changed, you know? Probably, yeah. But, um, if it changes, they don't address it. I, I don't think Max Walker is a um, big of enough threat for Macomb. You know, he's just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, the the wrong guy, the wrong time kind of thing uh, that right. he has to really go after him. I guess the other thing is like M- Macomb, I don't even think that he's his motive is even that good. Right. He just wants to run for president. But we we don't really know what his plans are as president. I think we have to see that stuff like in motion. We have to see like his effect on the future for us to really care why Max Walker is being sent back to the past, right? I'm thinking right. back uh, to back, back to the Future Part 2, where Biff gets a hold of the Almanac. Well, what happens in Alternate 1985? Right. You know, he turns the clock tower into a casino, and he's pretty much running town. He's got the cops under um, uh, he, on, on his payroll. Right. You know, he's married Marty's wife. Like We don't see anything bad in the future, really, because Macomb is still running. Right, like right, he, yeah. he's not even president yet, yeah. you know. So it's still like, what if? You think that that whole thing about him having the opportunity to invest in this company that would have made billions of dollars or whatever is like, that's the only thing you need to do, dude. Go back in time and make sure that you stay in that company, that you don't like leave that company and make the billions of dollars. Right. The technology, you know, the technology, you know, that that advances or whatever. That's the only time travel you really have to do. And then you'll have enough money to, like, fucking you know, run for president. <laughs> it's just, I, don't, I didn't realize that was the plot line. I'm watching that going, holy cow, that's that's the main, that's the motivator for this guy, for Macomb? I guess my other thing is, like, I, I as a fan of time tra- traveling movies, I don't, like, need certain things in my time traveling movies. But I think we spent maybe too much time in what was then the present time, like in 1994, and even in like 2004, it's not like they spent a whole lot of time there. Um, I enjoyed like when Walker was sent back to the past, you know, to uh, stop that guy who was, you know, working the... um, Oh, he was working the the um the stock market. The stock market. After Thank the crash. you. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of liked that. I like more of that. I would like more of that. Absolutely. You know, those, those that was all fun, and and him uh, being arrested, and then uh, basically being charged with death, which is a little little weird. Maybe we'll get there. A little I, I extreme. Guess, well, one of the issues I have, like, I get that he's a cop, but time tracks. They well, you know, I don't remember this a- enough, but. Because the old boy, you know, the, the lead there, he he would wear like normal clothes. I don't remember how far back that guy would travel because I know he's from like the future future. Here, uh, Van D- Walker, he's wearing like a uniform, and it doesn't seem to matter like what right. year he's what, yeah. time traveling to. He's still wearing the uniform. I do you get some like period appropriate clothing or something. Yeah, I um I understand that in this movie they had to do the two timelines because those are the main ones. But I, I did like him going back to the 20s. I would like to see more of that t- kind of time travel also. But I, but that would be more, I think, of a TV show like you were mentioning. Like if this would be a good pilot and a good TV show, you can do that. 
Right. You go pretty much any any time in the back in the past. You know what I mean? And maybe maybe there's like a make it to be like a hundred year difference. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You can't go further back than that kind of thing. But that's enough to do damage. You know. I know you haven't heard much about it until tonight, but Time Cop Two they give you more time traveling. Uh, I, I'm pulling it up here, and it actually takes place in 2025, right? And, and you're going back like 80 years for for the Hitler thing. And this is a, a little bit spoilery, but the stakes come in where uh, guys are traveling back to the past at different times to stop this guy's family tree, basically. They go to different periods and always trying to kill off, you know, a great-great-great-great-grandmother or grandfather, something like that. And so, you know, it's, it's more stakes on his family because if he doesn't stop them, he will cease to exist in the future. Right. Hmm. So with this one, they send the bad guys back to 1994 where Van Damme's like at his most fit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> physically, and and try to stop him then. Good luck, dude. Especially when the second one shows up and there's two of them. <laughs> there's, right, two of them. Exactly. And oh, I'm like, and you, um, now, do you feel like this is the precursor to Double Impact? Like this no, is like, it, Double Impact came before. It. Oh man, that would have been better. I think so that, uh, still... that was like eighty nine, maybe. Why did I think that was okay? Because that's when they were twins, right? Yeah. Van Damme played himself twice Correct. to be twins. Okay. Yep. All right. I like that one. Or maybe I will. You know what? I'm not gonna watch it again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I remember liking it, and I'll leave it at yeah, that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Same thing with Lionheart. Same thing. With... Well, Lionheart, I remember liking because it was kind of like a kind of like Mortal Kombat. There's different stages, and he's always fighting somebody different. Well, yeah, because he came back from uh, being a legionnaire or whatever, and then he. Uh... Well, there's a movie called Legionnaire too that he was. Yeah, in. I know, I know, <laughs> right? I know. But he came back as a legionnaire and like and uh, ended up doing like underground fighting. I don't know how that came across. Like his brother died or something. I can't remember. But yeah, I remember yeah. liking that one. It, uh, that his brother one. died, and I think he was estranged from the family. And so right. when he came to the U.S., he found out that his brother was like in some bad juju. So he's uh, fighting to win all this money to, I think, pay those people back, but also leave exactly. some to you know his brother's family. And if I'm not mistaken, Ashley Johnson from Growing Pains was his daughter or the oh. uh, uh, Van Damme's niece in that movie. Okay. Nice. Um, so I'm gonna ask you, uh, and I probably know the answer already. So I'm, I'm assuming you're a Van- John Claude Van Damme fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy his movies. Yes. Me too, man. I like. I like him. You know, I, I told you. Like, I can't lie. John joined me for a special episode of Top Five Van Damme movies some some time ago. That's on this feed for anybody that's interested. And I can't recall where Time Cop was placed, but and I'm and I probably mentioned. That you know, I ha- it's been a while since I had seen it too. Uh, at that point, so I would like to go back and listen to that episode and see where it's placed and see if I still got it right. I guess based on my memory, right? Um, the one, the one thing that, and again, he- here's the thing: you mentioned earlier that you have there's certain things about time travel that you you will let go, and and I'm kind of the same way too. You okay. know, there's certain things that I'm not gonna nitpick because you know what? When you do time travel, you're gonna run into some shit. Unless you're completely trying, pay attention to all the details, you know, it, chances are some stuff, you know, you're going to have to like let go, right? And also, okay. what kind of rules are you working with with time travel, right? You know, I, I don't know. But in this particular movie, I don't like that they took a vehicle to get yes, in the, thank you. back in time uh-huh. and then they came back with a little uh, device on their belt or whatever. That was lame. Where does the car go? Exactly. Where did the car go? <laughs> what about the one that drops off old boy back in the 20s? Exactly. <laughs> Who's oh driving God, that right? one? <laughs> hey, it's on autopilot. <laughs> did they right. did they cuff him? Like, you know, how does he stay in the vehicle? Like, hey, you stay in here to your death. Right. <laughs> Who's sending you back? Do you have to restrain the guy because the car will disappear and then come back to, to the future? Yeah, I don't get I it. I don't, exactly. That's That was that was the one thing I'm like, oh, you guys. I, I understand. I wonder if they were just thinking like the car... Traveling that fast, you know, going to a wall would be like a scene that like, oh, my God, how scary would that be, right? But you can't completely just let that go later on, you know, when it comes to coming back or whatever. I so guess I, I don't know. They, they try to make, uh, give it just a little bit of stakes. And I think the execution was poor when they right. had like two previous agents that splattered on the wall. <laughs> Is that supposed <laughs> to make us concerned for future right. jumps? Because I don't right. think Walker's going to die. <laughs> right. That's a good point. <laughs> Fielding takes over. <laughs> like, well, Van Damme just died. Uh, you know, he didn't make it. You know, he's on the, he's all over the, the wall right now. Yeah. So we're going to have to uh, have another. We're going to have to have somebody else go. Also, and, uh, and I wonder if they also did that because they wanted to have that kind of suspenseful scene where 
the guards are keeping him from going back in time. And uh, he has yeah. to like he has to like beat them up so that he can go to the time car and get back in time. Oh, anyway. You know what? I, I bet you that, that came up during the stunt choreography. It's like, hey, well, he needs to be stopped and so he's gotta get around something and you know, right now we just have this portal that that gives him nothing to work with. Let's give him give him a car. So he, right you know, there you go. Let's work with that. There you go. Boom! It's solved. <laughs> it's a time traveling device now or a vehicle. I will say with time travel, like Peter, have have you been watching anything new time travel wise, movies or shows? Hmm, can't say that I have. Because there's a show uh, on Netflix called Dark, which is a German. Hmm. Uh, programs two seasons in. They only have. They're gonna have three seasons total. They already got greenlit for that, so that's how they're gonna wrap it up. And they do. I'm not saying it gets convoluted. Okay. It's just because it's such a big cast involved with this big mystery. But they handle time travel really well. Oh, I think. interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Uh, speaking of time travel, I'm looking forward to Bill and Ted Part Three. Oh yeah. When uh no idea no you don't know when it's happening? I don't I, I want to say next year, but it could okay. even be like early the following year. Cause that because they're filming already, right? They, they are done filming, I believe. They're done filming. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. That's dope. So it could be early next year or early twenty one, I believe. It is one of those. I I kind of forget. Right. Okay, cool. Or it might be mistaken with like Matrix Four. There's all types of things that are coming back now. There's a lot you know? of uh other things happening. Revisit, There's a lot of remakes and uh, all properties. kinds of stuff going on. Exactly. Yeah. In a way, that's their form of time traveling. Let's yeah. go ahead and have a let's go have another New Jack City for some reason. <laughs> right, I just saw that today. <laughs> like, it was that a reboot that they announced? Yeah, it's a re- it's a reboot. I'm like, what? That's a thing that should stay where it's at just because of what it is. But whatever, we'll see what happens. Maybe you know it'll be I mean? a period movie. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> uh, anything else is there talked about? I don't know. We really talked about the the movie much. It's more about the. Um, I mean, it's pretty pretty simple. There's not a whole lot of right. like different set pieces or anything. Exactly. Um, I think after watching this, like, I I still think it's like you know kind of some mindless fun. I I still really like a lot of the fight scenes, especially like Van Damme and his underwear in the kitchen. That's still fun. Like I remember that from the trailer really well. I I'm like watching this. I'm thinking, yeah, you have to have him in his underwear and you have to have him do splits. You can't have a Van Damme movie without that. And then right? you know he defends himself with a knife, still in his underwear. Yeah, exactly. We don't see that very often. No, that's right. That's right. So the cars aesthetically was terrible. The, oh my the God, weapons horrible. were, you know, pretty decent. I, I like the weapons. You know, they didn't make them like really outlandish or anything. I like the idea of that device sending them back in time. Mm-hmm. I wish they would have utilized that as the whole time travel business. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. We have this device that you can use to go back and come and come forward. Um you know, I like the idea that, of course, a time cop can get corrupted and go back and try to make money or whatever, right? Yeah. Can you get bought off? You know, there's, there's, and then, I mean, death penalty right away without a real trial? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's a deterrent, but maybe not a deterrent because people are still doing it, right? But I do like him going back in time. So there's certain, certain aspects of the, of this movie that are, that I think, like you, like you said, like whether a TV show or even a rewrite or something could like really be done and, and, and it'll be an interesting concept, you know? But, uh, you know, but it's definitely a movie that's um, stuck in its time. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, you see that? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely stuck there, man. <laughs> You're rolling on the ground over there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, I think the, the the parts that I really enjoy is when Walker is in a different time. Like, I, I don't really care for, like, the whole 2004 stuff, his his modern time, because he's just, like, sad Walker. Um, at least when he's traveling around, he's either apprehending somebody or, I mean, rather chasing somebody. And then you have the whole deal with like fielding going on. And that kind of becomes like a little bit of a buddy cop thing. Yeah, right. And I kind of like that too. Yeah, I thought they were good together. I thought they had pretty decent chemistry. Yeah, because like they, they try this, this movie, they try to set up like some of these rules and, um, you know, talk about the paradox and things like that. Like, hey, you know, the two exact matter cannot occupy the same space or whatever. They brought that right. out like a number of times. I think we need more stakes when the young Walker and old Walker are are near each other. I think you only get that at the end at his home, you know. Exactly. And, and yeah. then the young one is like knocked out unconscious for most of that fight, <laughs> right? <laughs> that for some reason leads like uh, all the way to the top of the the roof of the was, house, you know, in yeah. the rain. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. They just needed to have some action, and I, I think that's what that was. It might have been lacking a little bit in the action, uh, action, and for you to kind of bring it up early on that 
you know, it was like martial arts light, especially for Van Damme. I think you're kind of right. The antagonist, antagonist, you know, is not a very physical guy. I mean, he is also a politician. Um, I'm not sure if that's what I wanted in this one. It actually, it kind of makes me want to go uh, back and watch part two just to see if like, was this one of those sequels that, you know, watched the first one. It's like, all right, we're going to, this is the part that we like. This is a question that we're asking and we want answered and we're going to try to do it better. I wonder if that's one of those. Hmm. I wonder. Um, I, you know, in, yeah. And uh, Ron Silver's a good actor. So, you know, it's not like he can't play a foil or, you know, but you're right as far as like physical, he's, he's going to have to have minions, you know, he's going to have to have right. a bunch of like, you know, like no name, uh, like black leather jacket wearing the bad guys to go after to do whatever the, his his uh, bidding, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty much it. So, yeah, he wasn't going to do much but be kind of snarky and be kind of an asshole. Ron Silver is usually a bad guy, you know, so you already know that he was going to be one here. Oh, right away. I knew right away. Did you think somebody was going to double cross him at some point? Did you remember it was Fielding? Because for most of the movie, I was all like, oh, Bruce McGill's the bad guy, I think. I, you know, I, oh. I think he double double crosses him and it never happened. <laughs> right. I thought I thought he might have too, actually. I didn't think Fielding... Uh, something kind of no. I actually I didn't. I didn't suspect her. Uh, but but when we had the meeting right away, and and it's only because they were focusing on Ron Silver because he is you know the name right? right. When that first meeting with the senators and whatever, and he volunteers to do this time thing, and I'm all like, oh, he's the bad guy. He's the one utilizing this to get money. I just didn't, or you know, try to get some kind of power. I just didn't realize it was for running for president. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I I think this could could have been. Um you know, written a little bit better, but it could be one of those things that it's a, it's also a product of its time. And, uh, exactly. you know, we, we're just spoiled from like great writing now uh, that we go back and, you know, it, it first off, it's pr- still a pretty decent action flick. You know, you got to shoot them up. You got some fight, the kitchen, the house, the, the mall, the mall's fine. Like, I, I don't know what he's doing, stopping a dude, you know, on skates. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get it. Really, that's we your just, getaway that you like. Yeah, some dude's gonna like uh, snatch a purse in the mall on skates. Yeah, uh, the first time he stopped him, it's they had to show that this dude is limber. Look at that kick. Mm-hmm. Look how he holds his leg up. Skate there. kick. Come on now, that's what we need to know. Right, you know splits and kicks. Exactly. <laughs> and cheesy lines. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Like, this movie probably came out. Six or seven years too late. I agree. You know that would have been in 1988. That would have been a better. That would have been uh, maybe received a little better. Maybe maybe give it 89 because 88 was uh, Bloodsport. Okay, 89. Right after yeah. Bloodsport, they're like, "Hey, we got time cop, you guys." There that you go. Have, that would have been good. It, 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 the, the cars would look better. <laughs> <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> like that's the future. Like okay, we're like, all right, we get it. It looks like Total the, Recall. The, they would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this, um, but you know what we do is pull up some of the reviews on some of the uh, people's favorite websites to check out reviews or ratings. Rather, IMDb has a five point nine out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a forty five percent, which I believe you and I agree is rotten. Anything under sixty percent. So, what do, what do you think? So, there? I think that I'll give it a five out of ten because you're right. Action, action wise, it's got some decent action. Some ideas are cool. It is a Jean-Claude Van Damme film, so I got to look at it in that in those terms. And, you know, I'm not like I wasn't angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. It, so that's a good sign, right? <laughs> this is this um, is better than Earth Girls are easy. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yes. Boy, yes. were we I, angry. <laughs> we were like, "What? This is the first time both of us were not not happy." Yeah. <laughs> like, what oh, are we man. doing over here? Hey, Peter, we got some feedback if you want to hear it. Yes, please. So we have some feedback from uh, someone who doesn't live too far from me. Allegra writes to us because she saw this film also. And I said, hey, look, give us your thoughts. So here we go. All right. So here's the feedback. Hi, Peter and Mariano. I'm contractually obligated to say my thoughts on this movie. (laughs) (laughs) She signed that with her blood. So, you know, what do you do? do? (laughs) First, first, Jean-Claude is handsome. (laughs) I knew this already, but was reminded by this movie. His body is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, you got, you got you got a kick out of that one. Kick. See what I did there? I, I see, see it. I there? You're, you're coming with all types of punches. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right. Um. Uh. All right. His body's beautiful, but I couldn't help but notice that the fight choreography seemed to be slowed down. Not sure if it was for us, the audience, or for Jean Claude. The story was a bit disjointed with a lot of the story on the cutting room floor. Finally, I always wondered what happened to Mia Sarah after Ferris Bueller. Well, let's see. I think Ferris Bueller was also after uh, the Legend, or is it just simply Legend? I think Legend was for yeah, you're right. Legend was yeah. first. I like that was in Tom Legend. Cruise. I like their yeah. legend, so maybe go back and check that out. But you're right; I I don't know too many too many other things that she's done in between. Um, right, and you know I I liked her in this one just fine, actually. I thought she was good too. I thought she was fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't she... think there was a problem with with I don't think there was a problem with some of the acting. You know, like there's some people that are that are just they're they're good. You know, they're gonna do their thing. You know, it's just a matter of what the material what material they Thank have. You. you know, I think everyone was great. Bruce McGill was good too, man. You know. You know, it just it just came down to the script. Agreed. So I, it, it just wasn't, it, it, and I, I think Allegra puts it in, it, puts it well when she says disjointed. That's that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of like being slow, like I, I don't, and she's not saying this, but I'm bringing it up. I don't think it has anything to do with Van Damme's age or anything like that because uh, later on this year he has another classic Van Damme movie. Uh, th- that will be celebrating his 25th anniversary, and I can't wait for that one. Possibly based on a video game. Who knows? And guess what? There's a lot of fighting in there too. So I don't know if these were filmed anywhere close to each other. You know, maybe it was Time Cop uh, filmed before Street Fighter. I'll go ahead and say it. Um, so it would be interesting because I-, I remember him looking studly in there, and he's all, you know, ripped in that movie too. He plays Guile, right? He does play Guile. Captain, uh, okay. actually, it might be General Guile in that one. Yeah, I, I forget. I think so. Now, isn't Raul Julia in that movie? He is. He plays M. Bison. He plays M. Bison. That's right. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We we will. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have many uh, reviews. Uh. You know, I I'm not saying that the the rest of the reviews will be 1994, but a lot of great movies are from 94. Yeah. The rest of the way. You know, that in terms true. of like the anniversaries, we got some other anniversaries in other years in 89 that are pretty big and, you know, we'll discuss, but, um, you know, we, we, we didn't really take a hiatus is because I've been doing so much Cobra Kai companion. So if Cry to Kid or if you watch Cobra Kai, if those were a thing that you enjoyed, yeah, I, I cover the show and we're still putting out episode reviews, but we have interviews and all these other bonus content. So I'm still doing things, but for other shows. So little behind on this one and we hope to you know bring some more reviews in the next few months here yes check it out Cobra yeah. Kai's good man oh, check it out yeah yeah you, yeah, you, you gotta watch season two. Oh um, yeah i know yeah i know i'm i'm uh i'm a cheapskate guy i'm trying to get it done so i don't have to pay for youtube well <laughs> tomorrow i know it doesn't help you but tomorrow will be um season two episode four that they're releasing because for season two they're doing one a week just to okay. try to get more more are they know, available new... though like is episode one available? Season two? Uh, episode oh, uh, episode one is actually free, and I think okay. you know two and three you'll have to pay for. Then you know five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Those will come weekly unless you just want to pay for those. But um, oh, I see. Yeah, season one you missed a freebie. It was free for two weeks. Uh, the season one oh. kind of rewatch. Yeah, right, 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 right. So they're they're trying so to find ways. Okay, you know, I'll look. I'll find a way. I'll yeah. find a way. Hey, if Even you can if, if you can find a way to watch uh, Earth Girls Are Easy like that one time, like oh my god, I'm sure you'll I be did. able to find out. Uh, Not easy to. No, it wasn't Kai. easy trying to find a way to watch that movie. That wasn't easy. And then I was like, "What the hell?" You were trying to what find a way to finish the movie, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, it, you know, if you guys weren't big on that movie, at least check out the review because I think that yeah, was yeah. worth the listen. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we had all types of questions in that one. Um, so I think that's gonna oh. do it for for this one. Did you ask something one else? Quick- yeah. No, just one quick thing about the choreography choreography for uh the stunt fighting and whatnot. You know, it look, we're spoiled because we're in the world of how many uh Mission Impossibles now. Yeah, uh right, the Badlands. Right. Daredevil. Uh, all the Marvel freaking Marvel? Films, That's right. dude. Freaking Captain America just, could kick ass. I'm in the middle of watching Wu Assassin on Netflix, dude. Me too. Pretty fucking inter- dude. That's pretty good, man. I really uh, like about it. About three. You, you know what's funny is like it started off strong, and then like yeah. a few episodes, I'm like, wait, it kind of totally changed. What happened? <laughs> they one episode totally like kind of either stalled it or 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 like 
I was like, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> you know, the, uh, I forget the character's name, but the, 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 the young lady in the white in, in his dream that's like training him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get a read on her character. Like, I don't know if she's supposed to be like a serious character or like a comedic relief. Like, I don't get her. She does both, though. Oh, well, <laughs> That's probably that, why. That doesn't help. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All no, right. But I, I'm, I'm having a good time watching it, though. But what I'm saying is, you know, we see the uh, the fighting, like, styles and moves and all that. Right? And it's obviously advanced, you know, the last, you know, 25 years. So, you know, when you see something move a little slow, you're like, oh, okay. But, again, it doesn't change the fact that Jean-Claude Van Damme was a freaking specimen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the dude was ridiculous with his like like not just fighting but his physique and 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 not a not a small dude but moved really well right yeah you very know nimble. very limber so yeah limber so, nimble now exactly here, here's the, here's the other thing like we we kind of touched on it earlier on you know I, I feel like the time cop fans might have felt a little cheated you know with this this review but um the the thing with like uh, van damme movies they may not be the greatest movies but these are movies that people talk about like once in a while um, I know Bloodsport comes up often at work for me because we like to uh, quote some of his really bad lines, like uh, "What kind of a deal?" You know, like those bad ADR stuff, right? You know, yes. so Time Cop, you know, isn't up there with Bloodsport, but you can be like, "Oh yeah, Time Cop, the one where he was a cop that went back in time." Like, you know, that's pretty much it. Pretty, pretty, pretty much it. Not a whole lot of story there. You know, not nothing too exciting really. Um, that's why I think like it would have been great with maybe his character. On the TV show, I know there was a TV show that lasted a couple of seasons, but that wasn't even the same guy. It wasn't Walker. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I Maybe go back out, and yeah. watch Time Tracks. Might have to check that out. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, Mariano, where can listeners uh, find you or interact with you if they want to pick your brain about Time Cop and all the uh, nuances <laughs> of oh. it? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Elefantes at P-A-P-A-E-L-E-F-A-N-T-E. And you can uh, listen to me on TV in My Brain, which is a podcast that uh, my wife Allegra and I are on a lot of times covering a bunch of shows. Like I said, uh, Mr. Robot is coming up. We just finished uh, Snowfall Season 3, which was phenomenal. And um, Mr. Robot is coming up for the last season. And uh, I'm really excited later on in October because uh, Watchmen will be coming out in HBO oh. and we're covering that. And that oh, looks cool. freaking dope. Looks so dope. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, there's definitely a, a few other superhero stuff that I want to check out uh, before I jump into another one, but we'll see. Uh, for for me, you know, we keep talking about Cobra Kai. I do one called Companion, Companion with a K. Uh, we review the episodes. We cover some Q&A that one of the creators does on Twitter that gives you the most uh, recent and um, updated news, you know, coming from one of the creators himself. And we also... Um, I don't know, do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, we got like 33 interviews with uh, different cast members from the show and from the original movies. So again, if um, if you haven't checked that out, give that a listen if you enjoyed The Karate Kid. Uh, but for Paul Stalgic, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram simply at Paul Stalgic. And uh, that's going to do it. Hope to see you guys next time um, You know, with some more anniversaries. I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of these uh, upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.